Hey there, Keir. How you doing? Guten Tag. I'm doing very well. <laughs> Do you know what episode this is? This is episode eight, our long-awaited episode. I know, well, you say long-awaited. That that gives us a sense of kind of like anticipation, the listeners, a sense of anticipation as to what's going to happen. Nothing, Nothing. different <laughs> from what normally happens. It's just you and me chatting. But yeah. apparently, so I've been told by Keir, episode eight is the one that most people don't get to, isn't it? Most, most people, well, people get to it but they don't that's like the deciding factor i i can't remember where i read it but it's a lot of people afterwards just give up on their podcast average eight episodes so they get bored or they they realize that actually not many people are listening to it so they just peter off and just don't want to do it anymore because people are not really listening but we don't care if people are not really listening because we're having fun and that's what it's all about I'm. I don't know if you remember on the our first podcast chat. I was talking about um, getting into a regime. You know, making myself a little bit fitter, looking after myself. I think changing my lifestyle, whichever way you want to call it. I've started it. I joined Slimming World this week or last week actually, and um, all of my friends that are doing it have said it's worked for them. I've even looked online and they've had so many success stories. I can't even tell you, like some people have lost like 14 stone. So I thought I'd give it a go. Everything else has failed. So I thought I'd give it a go, see how it is. And then my first session, so you actually go there, you sit around, you have a consultant in your area and you sit around and they'll go around the circle praising you for hitting a target, whatever that may be. And then you sort of go around the circle and the biggest loser or the person who's done well that week gets like a little prize. So it's quite nice. And uh, yeah, you just sort of talk, go around talking <laughs> talking about how how you, you know, <laughs> you're putting your hand up your chest. I know because I want to interrupt you, but I know I can't talk over you. Oh yeah, okay, go. I give way. Is the prize a chocolate cookie? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? Sometimes they put like little snacks and stuff in there because obviously you're allowed like an allowance i think it's yeah. called it's called a sin um and you're allowed an allowance and each the allowance is dependent on your gender how big you are and i say gender for sensitive times for all those people only because men do require more calories than women just because muscles leaner and all that sort of stuff so you're allowed these allowances um and yeah they can give you cookies or whatever in the basket and then they can also give you a seeming world um uh, magazine, food mag, you know, with all the recipes. We just go online and get it. I mean, you can use the recipe, the magazine thing, but or the recipe book. But just go online; they're all there. And then, yeah, every week you go in for a weigh-in. They give you a little card, and every weigh-in you do is registered. They write down on your book what you've gained or lost, and then you just go in the week after that. It's quite nice. I mean, there is an element to it that's a sort of therapeutic thing, and I think people go in there just sort of laying their whole life to everyone you know oh god this week you know i've done this i've done that so it's quite i don't know a cathartic release for quite a lot of them a lot of people do it because losing weight isn't easy predominantly i would imagine because i guess a lot of the losing weight thing isn't easy it's more the mindset of it well that's what it is isn't it is a lot of people believe that it's actually an emotional thing i mean i know with me for me it's boredom if i am bored i'm gonna eat far more but if yeah. I've got lots of things going on, then I get distracted and I don't eat quite so much. So, yeah, I'm a boredom eater, which yeah. obviously means I'm bored quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can tell how much you're bored. No, I mean, <laughs> Just I think by looking at you, <laughs> bored person. <laughs> no, I completely agree. And I mean, I'll go so far as to say I don't know what the complete statistic about it is or what the actual number is, but I would go so far as to say around seventy percent of weight loss is mindset. I think, yeah. and in fact. It, I would say a larger portion of starting weight loss is mindset. I think most people would just say, I'm not in the right mindset to lose weight or I'm not in the right place to lose weight because a lot of it is your situation and yeah, how strong you are in that situation to do it because it is changing a lifestyle. Um, it is. It's not just a matter of, yeah, just go and eat, you know, something different, something healthier and that's it. It is something that I think as well is that you need to keep up forever because you do hear the stories of people who have done it for a year and they've lost, you know, five or six stone, which is really great. And then all of a sudden they put it all back on again, don't they? Um, and that's because I don't think they keep up with that um, going to meetings or that mindset. They feel they've done it and so they don't need to worry about it anymore. But it is a lifestyle change. But it's not really a lifestyle change that I particularly want to do I'm quite well I I wouldn't say that I'm quite happy in the way that I am but I'm also happier being able to eat this shit that I do eat than I am not eating it and that's the the mindset I'm in Mm. I'll tell you you what I found just doing it now for two weeks or coming on to my second I've everything I eat usually prior I would always feel tired afterwards like if I just ate you know, my dinner or whatever. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's with the oils and the fats that I would put in. But also I'm becoming slightly more active in the sense that I'm walking. I'm doing much more during the day. I'm waking up early. I'm actually feeling way more energetic than I was before. And I think it's like a perpetual thing after that. It's like a, it's an ongoing process after that. Because as soon as you've hit one t- bit of it, then you're getting better. Yeah. Um, but it is that initial motivation. That's the hardest hurdle. It's like a massive wall. The rest of it, it will just come naturally. At work, the guys were going through all like my Tinder stuff. And they were just mentioning, oh, look, I mean, you just look so different. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm catfishing people. <laughs> because I've, I've, had, <laughs> I've had these photos on my, um, on my Instagram, uh, sorry, on my Tinder for like, what, two years, a year? I, I know you should like constantly change it, but I thought I don't, I don't look that different, you know. Turns out I look so different from <laughs> what I did all those times ago. I never even realised it. I mean, it's only until someone mentions it to you. That's when I decided to do it. I mean, when you, when you go and talk to them in something well, they always say, oh, well, it was my wedding photos that made me do it, or blah, blah, blah. For me, it was my Tinder photos. <laughs> That's what made me want to lose weight. <laughs> do we think that it will be my pictures of me in a wetsuit that will make me do it? <laughs> Yeah, possibly. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what Cheryl's going on about, uh, next segment we're going to talk about what Cheryl got up to for the week. I went paddle boarding. I ache so much today. Yeah. I really do. My, my The back of my arms ache and my thighs, oh, they're burnt. Well, they're fine at the moment, but when I walk up and down the stairs, I... You know what? It's the only time I've ever thought oh, I could really do with a stanner chairlift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get me on down those stairs. And for those of you wondering why I didn't do it, it's not because I didn't want to. I had couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on medical grounds. And obviously the, you, you can catch things from river water. I could, do you know what was really funny? So 
<laughs> there's me all excited so i've got this medical thing um i won't say what it is because it's not anyway it's you disgusting know, believe me <laughs> it's not <laughs> disgusting <laughs> if you want to know dm me okay um <laughs> And you'll tell people privately. <laughs> Consider me your GP. Um, so yeah, but you're I not could, professional. But I'm not professional. I'm like your backstreet GP. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was all excited. Um, I didn't even think about this particular thing. And, uh, you know, going into a river, I didn't care. Like, I've always thought the Thames is a really clean river anyway. Because I think it is. Like I genuinely think it is the cleanest river in the world. Can you can you uh, verify this? Well, it's very difficult to verify that actually. So I've just googled how clean is the river. I have go- and and one of the ways that you can actually see how clean a river is is by the wildlife that lives in it. And obviously, there's now loads and loads of places where the wildlife is coming back. And you know, we're seeing otters in the mm-hmm. River Thames again in the London boroughs. Um, which is uh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Are otters the ones that hold hands with, so they don't float away? I don't know if they hold hands or whether or not they kind of tie their tails together. I don't know if it is otters. It might be something else. I think that is... Isn't that the big sea otters that then tie themselves to the sea kelp and then so they don't float away, but they is all a kind sea of otter, gather together? Is a sea otter the thing that looks like a seal? No, he looks like an otter, kid. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. A um, seal looks what I looked like when I was trying to get back on the paddle board after I fell off. Yes. <laughs> a seal, but not a seal in water where they're really lovely and graceful. Yeah. A seal when it's on land, when it's trying to hump itself up. <laughs> <laughs> like a yeah. huge, massive and, and, walrus. And, <laughs> so when we were at work on Friday, Cheryl says to me, Oh, by the way, kid, I just need to tell you something. Um, there's a disclaimer on the website just to say that there is a slight risk, very rare, very minuscule risk, that you may contract Wells disease through doing this water sport. And I was like, oh, for goodness sake. And everyone who knows me knows I'm such a paranoid person when it comes to health. Like, every week I've got something wrong with me. So I was just like, oh, you know... Let me check this. Let me check it out. I was Googling Bell's disease, doing all that sort of stuff. And um, I wasn't that much concerned, but it did spike a little light bulb in my head that I went, oh, God, you know, I've got this thing. I thought, oh, uh, do you know what? It didn't even cross my mind. So I'm going to call my GP just to ask him. And he just put down on the notes, better not. So it was quite disappointing, wasn't it? Because it you, was very disappointing. Didn't, I mean, I understand that the NHS is really understaffed and it's overworked and that kind of thing. But it was quite disappointing that you weren't able to have a discussion to see whether or not there was anything you could do, like cover it up or, um, you know, or, or what the risk would be or whether or not the doctor would have said, look, OK, there is a higher risk, but it's still really, really rare. Um, well, that's the thing. It wasn't the fact of this Wells disease that I thought I would get due to it. I just thought because it's a sensitive area anyway that's constantly healing itself yeah. um, that if anything were to get in there it would exacerbate the situation and just make it cause an infection or some sort of And you would never be able to sit down again. 
I was so nervous, actually. You know, talking about... Um, so let's just talk about things that um, scare people and why we don't do things. Is a lot of the time we don't do things because, you know, you get scared of doing things. And the idea of being in a wetsuit really actually freaked me out. I mean, I don't like water as it is. I don't like swimming. So I was really doing a lot of things that I really don't like doing. But paddle boarding is always one of those things that I've wanted to have a go at. And so I thought, right, I'm going to book it. I'm going to make Keir come with me. And I'm just going to do it. Because if I don't do it now, I probably never will do it. But going there, I was so nervous and I, I felt like I wanted to cry. And I really oh. <laughs> was very close to going, yeah, okay, well, that. if, if Keir can't do it, I was like, oh, let's just not do it. But anyway, I had the best time ever. Even getting into the wetsuit was amusing because they're wet, obviously, when you get into them. And it was quite disgusting. And just to interject, you didn't actually look bad in a wetsuit anyway. It kind of oddly suited you, you know, <laughs> in the best way your wetsuit could, you know, suit you. It, it looked like, you know, you were comfortable in it and it wasn't that <laughs> much of a... <laughs> you wore it well. I it wore it well. Much, you know, it, yeah. it wasn't comfortable. I've got a long body. So I think I think I probably could have done with a larger size, but I think if I'd had a larger size, it would have been too big. I don't really know because I didn't bother trying the larger size, but I certainly know I could squat and I could bend in it, but it was actually quite difficult to. And um, and I would like to blame the wetsuit on the reason I couldn't stand up on the board. <laughs> <laughs> so with the paddle boarding, one of the most difficult things to do on it, obviously, is to stand up because you know you're on water for me <laughs> it's quite difficult no i mean i would imagine anyone who takes up the sport i mean you've seen the you've seen the videos online of people attempting to stand up on on uh, paddle boards and it's quite funny it's um, very funny but everybody else who was on my course except for tess because tess said she didn't want to she was quite happy sitting on the board but all the other um we had uh we had a mum and her two kids there as well and I mean, they were standing up. They were fine. In fact, the kids were doing yoga on the board. <laughs> they were. Have you ever seen Cheaper by the Dozen Two? No. For anyone who's seen it, they'll know what I mean. Because it kind of almost looked a bit like Cheaper by the Dozen Two, where the family is competing with the sort of nicer, richer, more beautiful family that are so talented. <laughs> and then his family, what's his name, who did um, Pink know. Panther? the new one um oh, Steve Martin Steve Martin's family <laughs> they were like the shabby sort of motley crew are you that suggest- good at anything <laughs> are you suggesting that me and Tess were the shabby family but we were the entertaining family is that what okay. we're saying I'm not saying you're shabby or anything but it, it was like that you know this very sort of um daredevil type family like doing yoga standing up on the planet and then there's you and Tess just sitting there like I'm not getting up for anything <laughs> I'm quite comfortable here yeah but I, kept, I, I kept spurring up I was like Gerald do it do it do it do it but it was so easy for me to stand up there being like yeah you can do it it's easy I could imagine that would just be so difficult but I did I did um I did kind of half manage it at one point didn't I but I fell in I did. You missed me falling I in. I missed, yeah. Um, so I did keep trying, but I think 
you know, I'd like to blame it on the wet wetsuit the wetsuit but i also think just the i mean the instructor sam was was brilliant and he was like right you need to stop thinking about it you just need to do it and um but but <laughs> when i fell in okay and i think i think I, I don't know maybe that was part of the problem as well i'm like there's so many thoughts going through my head right now but anyway i think my i've always thought that i've had quite strong lower body so um so the idea of I can do squats and I can you know stand up from a sitting position or a squatted position quite easily and things like that but when you're on a board and it's wobbling as well it act, it's so different obviously and I didn't want to fall in and when I did fall in I found it so hard to get back on the board because I do have no upper body strength and you kind of get suctioned onto it. You've got the buoyancy aid on that then gets stuck to the kind of non-slip surface of the, the paddle board. And in the end, Sam had to come over and literally haul me back onto the board. <laughs> and he was, he said to me, there's no way of doing this easily and no way of doing it gracefully. He said, you've just got to kick your legs and just, try and put but it was it was so funny he just had to <laughs> yank me on it didn't he and, i did see that bit yeah i think i actually was... have a video of it or did <laughs> or did i not video there was a moment where i thought do you know what kid don't video it because <laughs> i just probably already know well you missed me actually falling in didn't you i missed you actually falling in yeah so you... i did think that me videoing it was making you more conscious which is why i kind of stopped at one point i was like i'm gonna stop videoing or taking photos and then i thought maybe you attempted to stand up on the bet you couldn't see me because then i couldn't take any videos i i mean i did notice you videoing to begin with but i then kind of forgot yeah. that you were doing it so um so i, d I don't think it would have made any difference yeah. and i was and, al I was and also you know one of the things about doing things that you're scared of doing is just doing them and just not worrying about everybody else and 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 stop thinking that everybody else is thinking something about you I think that's one of the things that scares us isn't it it wasn't me being in a wetsuit it was probably me thinking about what other people would think I look like in a wetsuit exactly and really you know it is a shame it, you know going back to your weight loss people should be doing it for health reasons they shouldn't be doing it because they're scared of what other people think they look like they mm. should literally just be you need to do it for health reasons and um but i i did the paddleboard i had so much fun when i was sitting on the board or kneeling on the board i actually felt i was pretty good at it I, you know, I wobbled a little bit, but then I got the hang of it and we went out onto the big lake and it was windy and I was fine. I wasn't struggling. I wasn't struggling kind of like um, with my breath or my lungs or anything. It literally just was my, my legs would just went a bit jelly light, but you know that you can, you can shift yourself a little bit. So it, you know, you change the muscle changes, but it was this morning, my, the back of my arms are aching. Um, the kind of bit that's kind of just behind your armpits. And I think that's because we were playing games and he got us to lie down on the board and then we had to paddle with our arms like we were swimming. And I found that exhausting, <laughs> absolutely exhausting. So I think my arms hurt more because of that rather than the actual action of paddling. But yeah, I had 
a really really wonderful time and i i can't say how great sam the instructor was he was he was really good and i would highly recommend it to anybody Okay, so we're going to bring my daughter Tess in for a little bit just to talk about the paddleboarding too and how she found it as a 13-year-old. So Tess, say hello to all of our thousands upon thousands of listeners. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, Tess. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so Tess, can you, uh, you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am your daughter. Yes. Um, I'm 13. And I go to school. Uh, Do you like school? No. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that's probably the usual response of a 13-year-old. Anyway, you came paddleboarding with me yesterday, didn't you? What did you think? Uh, It was okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like you're reading off a script. It was okay. Well, it wasn't like that much fun. But did you enjoy... Did you did you think Sam was good at what he did? But his name was Sam. I hope his name was yeah. Sam. I was calling him <laughs> Sam. Calling him Sam I was time. like, Sam, so what do you think of this? And Sam, what should I do with this? I do imagine his name was like John and I'm calling him <laughs> Sam. No, it definitely was Sam. When 100%. did he say his name? He ca- he came in when we were playing Dobble. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, not just that as well, but the the chap who we first saw said, Oh Sam's just having lunch. Yes, he did, didn't he? And so he'll be in with you soon, yeah. I obviously wasn't listening. No, you obviously okay. weren't. But when you were out on the water, how did you find Did you find it tiring? Did you find it... Well, I didn't stand up because I didn't want to get my hair wet. Because <laughs> Cause you were scared you'd fall in. No, I just didn't want to get my hair wet. But to be fair, actually, Cheryl did say that the fact that her falling in would spur you, or spur you on to actually try and get up because your initial fear was falling in. But so you once you got yourself... Up wet so yeah once i'd got myself wet and i'd fallen in the worst thing was then having to get back on the board you needed help (laughs) (laughs) was that funny so so tell everyone the the view that you had of me struggling to get back (laughs) on that board well i didn't see you fall off but i just heard you fall off and then i turned around and the guy was saying if you were okay and then he came over to you and I just saw you trying to get on. <laughs> and so he had to pull you back on. He didn't. He grabbed the back of my life jacket and just yanked me. Like and, a rescue service. And he, it was like... and he wasn't a big guy himself, was no, he? he and but obviously, I think he was... he was standing up on the board while he was pulling you up. Was he? I can't remember. I don't know how I he think, could have been sad. He would have had to have been bending over quite far. I think so. I was just talking about the turtles as well. Because they had like... They had terrapins, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they're not turtles. Well, they're terrapins. They kind of... They look the same, don't they? I it's didn't the see Same them. sort of thing. I didn't see them either. But he says they do have them around the lake. But anyway, so how did you find the bit when we went out into the big lake? Where it got a bit more windy? Well... Um, it was hard to steer because of the wind and then the boards were moving which we had to kind of get to like what were they called? The oh what the pontoons yeah the pontoons and so it was moving away from us and I couldn't get to it, it was, yeah you was... did alright though did you enjoy yourself? kind of yeah I would 
do it again, probably. Oh, I remember when we were playing the bulldog game. I was trying to turn round and they already started, so I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone had made it across and I was just still trying to turn around. Yeah, that was hard. That was the bit where we were lying on our stomachs, wasn't it? Yeah. And having to use our arms. I found that quite exhausting. Though I would have been... Actually, though, if I'd been kneeling for that bit, I probably would have fallen in quite a few times. Mm. I was better at that than the actual paddleboarding. What, the lying on the... Yeah. So maybe you would be better at surfing. No. <laughs> no. Cheryl, do not go to career guidance. No, I'm, I'm fine with um, roller skating. So okay, you're gonna keep it. You're gonna keep on land then. Yeah. The other people were quite irritating. <laughs> they were. Did you look like them? No, they were just annoying. The boy was like trying to. He kept like falling off intentionally, and then the instructor was telling him to get back on, but he wouldn't. They were a lot younger, weren't they? And they were having, you know, they were they mm. were having a lot of fun with what they were doing but yeah the kids were you know kind of hanging off the boards a lot more and um you know the mum did keep saying to them get on the board although i do have to say is that if that had been my kids i would have sworn at you (laughs) you kind of knew how confident these kids were when the daughter comes in so just yes yeah and then she plays double with us and she's just so good at it yeah god (laughs) how is she so good at it Just okay. lays down a card every second. What was it called? Double. Double. How is it that you play it? So it's like a matching game, kind of. So everyone has some cards. There's different ways you can play it, but we were playing it just like a snap game. And on each card, there's going to be one symbol that matches another. There's always one that matches. And you basically just have to quickly say which one it is and place it on top of the card. So it's a, a series of well. cards, isn't it? So double is a is like it is a tin <clears throat> which got a series of cards in it, which are about the kind of same size as place as um, beer mats. Yeah, yeah. And they have like about six or seven symbols on them, different pictures, different on them, sizes as uh, well, of different sizes. So each card will say, for instance, have um, well, not all cards, but no, they they do. Every single card has a match with another one. Yeah. So they. So they, I don't know how they do it, but it's really clever. But um, It's maths. So you will always, <laughs> yeah, you will always be able to match one card with another card. And for example, they have dinosaurs on there. So sometimes the dinosaur might be large and sometimes the dinosaur might and be small. You have to find but it. it'll always be the same color. And then you have to match what's on your card with one of the cards that's in the middle. Yeah, but you have to do it really quickly. So it gets really loud. There's moments as well where I just wanted to go, right, stop the game. Let's just see if I've got a match. That's the only (laughs) time when you were losing. (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) But then, Tess, you you said something quite clever, didn't you? You said you can easily cheat just by saying anything. And nobody will notice. Because no, no one, one checks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't cheating. No, no. Well, you you won a couple of times, didn't you? But we were sitting down playing it. Yeah. And there was just the three of us at that time. And then the the other family came in. Um. So the kids were called Abby and Jacob. And I asked the mum's name again. Becky. And I, 
Becky, thank yeah. you. I don't Be- remember. But I couldn't name. remember it. And I, it was very funny. So I said to her, oh, was, you know, sorry, what's your name again? And she said, oh, it's Becky. And I said, well, Kira and I have a podcast and we're going to talk about the paddle boarding. Oh, I hope she's so, you the know, I want to get your, I want to make sure I get your name right. And she didn't say anything. She didn't. I was hoping she was no. going to say, oh, you have a podcast. She if obviously wasn't interested. So uh-huh. not interested at all. <laughs> if she was listening, it would be quite awkward because we just said, well, because you annoying. you have just slagged off her children. I... But I, I think at one point when they were all standing, I did turn around, you know, during the paddle boarding and go, God, I hate that family. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you also said I hate kids. <laughs> I do. You always say that. <laughs> I do. I dislike children. I love my own. But I thank you. I don't like children. So, yeah, so the paddle boarding was really cool. And thank you, Tess, for coming in and just laughing a little bit at me mm. about that and telling us how you felt about it. And, um, yeah, I would recommend anybody to go, regardless of your size, don't care about getting into a wetsuit. Exactly. And at the end of it, everyone's going to look like a pickle. Do you know what I mean? I'm proud to say that I didn't fall in. You didn't fall in at all, did you? I was the only one who did fall in. No, you didn't. Wait, I know you did fall in, but someone else fell in. The girl fell in. But I don't. I think hers was more of a deliberate. No, she falling, fell in it? at the end of a like lake thing. Ah, I did tell you this yesterday. Sorry. You even <laughs> asked me, was I the only one who fell in? You asked me that. <laughs> oh, I did, didn't I? And then you turned around and you said to me the exact same thing that I just said now. Exactly. <laughs> I could vouch for that. Cheryl just clocks on for a bit, and then afterwards, she's like, "What did you say to me?" I did actually turn around, didn't I, and, and say, "I'm not the only one who fell in." <laughs> and you had to remind me of that because I thought I was the only one who fell in. Don't wear a wetsuit; it's not good. <laughs> it's not as flattering. It wasn't actually that cold, actually. So I think we... it was really cold. Did you find it cold? Yes. Well, maybe as a child you find things colder. Maybe it's because I've got more insulation on my body than you have. Yeah, the blubber, the whale blubber keeps it me warmer. It would have been it would have been much easier for you, Tess, to stand up on that board. But I didn't really want to. No, was it because of the fear of falling over or falling into the water? No, I just—it's just easier to sit down. You know? Yeah, it's just easier. Yeah, I think obviously one of Chell's, um things was to stand up i mean yeah. you really wanted to i did try yeah but i just could... oh there was that one time you were so close i don't know if you saw it and i was like oh my god just all you had to do is just get up now i mean you were literally like you the know instructor you were just there. jumped up <laughs> i know just jumped up he was on his knees and then he just jumped to standing up <laughs> It's I so think true. I need to. I think I need to practice that kind of manoeuvre. You were doing it last night. Yeah, <laughs> on land. <laughs> you can't do it on land. She couldn't do it. <laughs> I did struggle to actually do that kind of jumping. It's almost like doing. I said to you, didn't I? It's almost like doing a burpee. <clears throat> the way in which you have to jump up after you've done the the flat bit on the ground and then you jump back up again. Um, but you know, when you've got a paddle in your hand as well. Yeah, it it's, might like fall into the water. It's actually quite hard. It should be like attached by a string to the board, so it yeah. But even like... if you're standing up, 
I suppose if it's attached around your waist, you could pull it back up from there, couldn't you? I think if I had managed to stand up and my paddle had been in the in the water, I would have had to have got someone to come close enough to me to be able to no, pass but, me the paddle. Uh, the guy said that if you someone comes close, you need to get on your knees. Yeah. I bumped but... into the wall a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I did. Tess and I have the same problem, obviously. Well, I say it's a problem. We wear glasses, and uh, every time we get into water, you have to take them off. I could see if the wall was in front of me. I just couldn't, like, steer round the wall. It was stopping yourself. It was learning how to do the paddle backwards so that you would start to reverse slightly. Yeah, I couldn't that tell which... I kept changing which way it was on because I couldn't tell which was better because I don't understand the science or whatever it is i don't understand the physics of stopping (laughs) yeah i think that's just a uh a a question of practice isn't it to learn your strokes and then to just keep practicing your strokes and giving yourself things that you've got to maneuver around and stop before you hit and things like that so you know and maybe because i'm older i just understand the physics of these things a little bit better but kneeling down i was absolutely fine it hurt I, my ankle y- your ankles hurt whereas my thighs hurt <laughs> it only hurt my ankle because of a bit that attached to the your leg uh that was attached to the paddleboard because it was like mine was sideways so if you were sitting with like your legs under you then it would just hurt your leg yeah, so there's like a little bit, I've forgotten what the actual term for it is, that there's a little bit of rope that attaches around your ankle that then um, Should attaches you fall to off? the board. So you fall off, so the board yeah. doesn't, I think surfers have it as well and things like that, it don't they? It was quite annoying, it got like my a, way. Yeah, it's like a lead, but where it obviously comes out of the little ankle strap, if that's not in the right place, then you can be leaning on it and it actually is a bit painful, isn't it? Because I was a little bit distracted and and nervous, is that even driving, actually, there were moments where I was having to make sure that I was properly looking at red lights and properly checking where I was going. Yeah, as you get distracted. It's just really, that's a really bizarre thing. You didn't see the sign that was by the gate that said, please approach the gate slowly until (laughs) they open. And you're like, should I press the button? (laughs) Yeah. Because my brain just wasn't, yeah, it's just, yeah. it just amazes me. So, so obviously there's a whole thing there about texting and stuff like that when you're driving is that just don't do, do it. Don't drive when you're nervous. You know? Don't no. drive when you're anxious. Yeah. I caught you know. a lorry driver on their phone once. Sorry, say that again? I saw a lorry driver on their phone once. You did, didn't you? And we, we complained about it. We took a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing you do, isn't it? I mean, you just sort of take a photo of the license plate. Yeah, so it was uh, Marks and Spencer's lorry driver. <gasps> yeah, no. yeah. So we took a photo of him and a picture of the the license plate, didn't yeah. we? Well, I didn't because I was driving, but you and your dad did, didn't you? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I tweeted them, and they came back. You and have Twitter? Not anymore. I don't. I did once upon a time. I got bored of it, um, <laughs> and then you I get bored of everything. Yeah. I t- I know we've reached our eight episode, but this you're not getting bored of. You quite enjoy doing that podcast. I'm quite enjoying doing this. Yeah, yeah. that's because you get to talk all the time. Yeah, yes. and I don't have any friends, do I, Tess? <laughs> <laughs> Tess, have you enjoyed being on our milestone episode of episode eight? Why is that a milestone? Well, we were saying because most podcasts stop after the eighth episode. People tend to veer off because life takes over, or they just get bored. We're now 
have reached this stage. Shouldn't it be the tenth one? You would think so, because it's a nice round number. But there is a lot of work that goes into podcasts. Even one episode is quite... I can see. Yeah. (laughs) I can see. And I don't do any of that hard work. (laughs) Cheryl has assumed the contents now, we're saying. You're very lazy. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing like a child to really bring you back down to earth, is there, and to tell the truth about things. Who's the comedian that said, if a child child says you're ugly, just accept it? Yes. That's it. Probably someone like Michael McIntyre, because he talks about things like that all the time, doesn't he? Because he's got two kids that he... So children just have no filter they just tell the truth yeah constantly yeah so thanks tess what i didn't do anything <laughs> bump up my confidence <laughs> so thank you for being thank on that episode coming on i am the first guest as <gasps> well do you, yeah. you are yeah you are we might edit you out though no you <laughs> that's <not> rude <laughs> you can say goodbye to our listeners bye <laughs> <laughs> So is that it for today then, Keir? Yeah, that's all. So um, I guess the point of today's podcast is try something new. Get out there. Do something that even if you feel a bit anxious about it, um, whatever it is, just get over that first hurdle, whether it's losing weight, gaining weight, getting in a wetsuit, doing something that you know you haven't done before. And I just want to... Uh, to I found a little quote actually on um, Pinterest. Ooh, I think I sent it to you. Actually, a while ago, and I certainly sent it to my friend Mandy. So I think today's podcast is really this quote. Some this quote sums it up: "Be brave enough to be bad at something new." So there we go. Perfect. So, Kit, it's been wonderful to speak to you again today. Thank, Thank you very much you. for coming. You walked to my house today. I did because a bit of exercise. I'm, yeah, getting fit. So, thank you very much, and thank you. thank you to Tess as well for coming on and having a little chat. And yeah, we're on um, what social platforms are we on again? We're on Everything. all of them. All of them. So all get the in popular touch. ones. Yeah, so we're on all the social platforms. So get in touch. Um, let us know if you want us to talk about something. Let us know your feelings about our podcast. And um, yeah, and then we can talk about anything. And hopefully everyone is out there being brave to try. I've forgotten the quote already. <laughs> Should just say bye? Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.